welcome to another episode of our Audacious Learning Ways podcast series with Ian and Roy. My name is Ian Tate. We're going to be with you throughout the series, and for those of you who don't know him, Roy is a Delta resident, volunteer board member of the North Delta Business Association, and former president, chief marketing officer, and entrepreneur with over 40 years of successful and unmatched executive leadership experience in every aspect of business. His latest book in the Be Different or Be Dead series is titled The Audacious Unheard of Ways I Took a Startup to a Billion in Sales. And we've decided to use it as a guide and cornerstone of our association. Today's How to Be Different tip is never use words like better, best, leader, and number one to describe who you are or what you do. You need to be the only one who does what you do to truly be different. Good morning, Roy. Good morning, Ian. How are you today? Never better. Thanks for asking. There you go. So, Roy, jumping right in, are businesses getting better at declaring how they are different from the competition? Yeah, so my, my humble opinion is no. In fact, what I, what I would say to you is that my view is undifferentiation, if there is such a word, is happening. And I, and I found a quote the other day uh, on, on LinkedIn that kind of captures what's going on out there quite nicely, I think. And I'm, I'm going to read it to you. It, it was authored by Herman Singh, who is now a connection I have on LinkedIn. And he talked about something called strategic convergence. And, and, and it goes like this. Yeah. Strategic convergence means that over time, most firms end up in the same place. This is what happens if you all read the same books, watch the same TED Talks, hire the same consultants and use the same case studies. This is accelerated if you use benchmarking, which involves watching what your competitors are doing and copying them. Emulation gets you to parity, but when everyone does it, it gets you to strategic hell. I just thought that that quote kind of really um, defined the fact that, that at the moment, um, everybody seems to be converging. And when that happens, the differentiation piece, unfortunately, is lost. So I think businesses generally, and I don't wish this to sound unkind, but I think business generally has a lot of work to do to actually get to a spot where they're good at differentiating themselves from their competition. And what's that really saying is that uh, the world out there is getting to a point of dull sameness. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem is the herd gets bigger when everybody copies each other. Right. And so it's harder to, to actually then stand out when everybody's forcing you inward. I mean, this whole thing we're going to talk about in this tip is about forcing yourself away from that as opposed to accepting it and going with it. Right. So, so why do you think businesses aren't doing a good job differing themselves from the competition? Is it, yeah, all so there, is it all about copying? Yeah, there's there's like, well, it, it's, there is. It's, it's about copying, and it's also a bit more. There's three things that, that are going on here. Right. First of all, to the point, I'll say that copying is rampant. Uh, everybody's copying everybody. Benchmarking is, is used as a, uh, as a tool of innovation, which, which is kind of like an oxymoron, quite frankly, because you can't. I don't know how people can justify being innovative if they're copying somebody else, unless they, unless they think that by copying them 
as, as their organization does, it changes the outcome, which is nonsensical in, in any event. So there's so much copying going on and everybody ends up at the same place. As Herman in the LinkedIn post said, it's, it's strategic conver convergence. So yes. with copying going on, um, the whole notion of differentiation is lost in the crowd. The second thing is that, uh, and I'll say it this way, claptrap dominates. Okay, the use of, of words like better and best and premium and most compelling and most reliable and greatest tasting first ever, those expressions, which I call affectionately uh, claptrap, clap <laughs> are used to describe how organizations think they're different from their competition. Now, let me give you a couple of examples. And they, they simply don't work, right? Uh, this is a, a statement by a telecom company who claims they're Canada's largest and most reliable 5G network. Another coffee company says that they offer the best coffee and espresso drinks from consumers who want premium ingredients. And another company says that they work hard every day to make themselves the most respected service brand. So what's happening is these are not, you know, atypical, kind of like competitive differentiation claims. Oh, they are the kind of norm that's going on out there. Um, and so it's really hard for a customer to decide in the face of that sort of a, of a scenario to decide who to do business with, because those claims do not separate organizations to make them all the same by using best. If everybody's using best and better and number one, blah, 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 you can't differentiate them in terms of making a decision to do business with the other thing that's going on is is aspirations are contaminating this whole process okay these are these are 10,000 helium filled 10,000 foot helium filled statements or claims that organizations are making about wh who they are and how they're unique and let me give you an example this particular organization says we're in business to save our home planet that's their competitive advantage claim. Another one says, we're here to inspire humanity, both in the air and on the ground. Okay, now those statements from value point of view may be okay, perfectly valid for those organizations, but they don't ask, ask, ask <laughs> easy for me to say, but yeah. they do not answer the question, why yeah. should I do business, business with you, right? They're terribly confusing. They're almost narcissistic as per one of the other tips we talk about, quite frankly, I mean, they're, they they actually believe they're going to, they're going to, they're going to save the home planet. Yeah. Now a consumer in this, in this world probably expects all organizations now, particularly to be sensitive to the environment. And so if they're all doing that, they're no different. It does, still doesn't answer the question. Why should I do business with Patagonia versus any, anybody else? And so, we're getting copying going on in, we're using claptrap statements, and we're aspiring to be something, okay, with the lack of clarity that people can understand and, and make a decision on who to do business with. And, and you're right, it's very much inward looking and, and saying, you know, here's, here's what we think we stand for, but aren't are, are they considering the customers as, uh, you know, dumb or not recognizing? Uh, uh, what they're what they're proposing, 
Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's the key thing here. It's, it is about themselves, yeah. right? It's, it's all about themselves. And again, I want to differentiate being about yourself is an important consideration when you're trying to define the values of your, of your organization. Right. Okay. How you want to behave with each other. Okay. The sort of higher order uh, guidance factors, if you will, that, that the organization thinks are important. That's okay. But when you, when you trot those out, okay, in the marketplace and, and, and talk to customers about them, A, it's about you. So it's, it's yeah. not going to be customer focused and, and B, it's terribly confusing. Because like, who's measuring whether you're best or not? Who's measuring yeah. whether you're better or not? Yeah. Who's measuring, you know, all of that sort of stuff. And so, you know, after a while, customers just throw up their hands and say, says, I, 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 can't, I, I can't figure this out. Yeah. Well, we shouldn't be doing that. We should be making it crystal clear to customers, you know, what, what, what organizations stand for uniquely. And unfortunately mm -hmm. today, they, it's simply not being done very well in my view. So what's the solution? <laughs> yeah. Give me the solution, Roy. Don't talk about the problem. Yeah. Well, I, I figured out a long time ago yeah. that, that providing clarity and granularity in terms of your competitive claim is the thing that you need to do. So I had to create my own tool, Ian. So I created this thing, which I call the only statement mm -hmm. as a way to kind of address <clears throat> the need to be really clear and really specific and really truthful and really honest. Now, the only statement is really, really simple. It, it's, it goes like this. We are the only ones who, okay. So if you're a business, um, the objective here is to actually fill out and complete the sentence. Okay. Now it's easy to say it's a little more difficult and, uh, ar arduous to, to, to create. But, but it's, it's, it's ab absolutely critical at the, end, at the end of the day. And so the only statement is uh, binary, right? It either exists or yep. it doesn't exist. Right. And it's measurable and observable. Now, the only statement is binary, right? It either exists or it doesn't exist. It's right. observable. And, um, and, and, and so, so people can reach their conclusion, okay, as to, as to whether it's a convincing enough claim that they actually do business with the organization who espouses it, okay? Now, the only statement is something that, I don't know, I mean, there are some only statements around, that's for sure, which we'll talk about later, but I'm disappointed in terms of, of the take rate. There's still too much textbook, you know, kind of universal selling proposition kinds of work going on out there that moves you further away from the only statement. Right. I, I, I found it exceedingly helpful. Um, and, and it puts what I call precision to your promise. When you promise to provide, for example, service, yeah. the precision that you need to talk about actually comes from your only statement. So it's very definitely a workable solution, and it's it's to your point, uh, it's been tried, it's been proven in practice, and it was very very instrumental in in my role as a leader of a data company in getting to the billion in sales.
Mm-hmm. And, and that must mean, too, that it has uh, some built-in flexibility or almost like it's, it's draft in perpetuity, depending on how you can tweak it and how you can improve on it. Yeah, I mean, nothing lasts forever, and we'll, we'll talk about later. The, the thing that you need to think about when you're creating the only statement is definitely that as the world changes, it needs to, to change and, and, and move and shake as well. Gotcha. So, so again, you, you mentioned it. You, you know, you've uh, you've pulled the curtain back. How do you go about creating your only state? Yeah. So, let me just run through the process, and it's really simple. Um, it's it can be challenging to do, but that's fine. Uh, but the first thing you have to do is figure out who you want to serve, because the only statement doesn't talk to the market. It talks to who you've decided to target as a customer group, and it's the language you use to speak to them. So you want to be the only ones that that do something relative to the customer set you've decided to serve. The second thing is you need to define what they care about, what they crave. Okay, it's not about you pushing your products and services. It's about you being the only one that does what they care about. And we talked about this in another tip podcast about the whole notion of being different is, is stepping out and doing things kind of differently relative to what others care about. The only statement promulgates the same principle. It needs to talk to what people care about. The third thing is define your skills and competencies. Okay, what do you have? What's your special juice that's going on? That's an opportunity to be self to identify what's going on with you. So you can look inside in this one to define your, your skills and competencies. And then, then the fourth piece is you simply try and match those. Match what people care about with what you're good at. Right. Once you have that understanding, now you're in a position to draft your only statement. All right. And yep. so um, when you have it drafted, then what you need to do is test it. You need to test it with employees, with customers. And I used to do this all the time. I used to have focus groups with my high value clients. And I'd say, hey, this is what we think. Uh, it makes us unique and special relative to what you guys care about. What do you think? And first of all, they were delighted that we asked them in to actually have an opinion on our business. Right. And secondly, they told us whether it was relevant. Did, did we get actually get it right, what, what they cared about, or did we get it wrong? And is it true? Do we consistently demonstrate, right, the deliverables in the only state is, right. is the other thing. And so, you know, I mean, you need to have a pretty thick skin in a lot of this stuff because they tell you the truth. But, but you don't want to go out until you test it, right? You never include price. Price is not your friend when it comes to the only statement because you can never be the only anything when it comes to price. Never use that and keep it brief. This is not a page. This is a soundbite. So I would say, you know, if you can't get it done in four or five lines, then there's, you're talking too much. You got to make it crisp and clear. And, and as I said earlier, consider it always a draft, right? Uh, if you do that, it seems to take away a little bit of the pressure. Okay, it's a draft because the world changes and you need to be nimble and you need to be flexible in terms of, of moving with 
the dynamics of that external marketplace. I'm not suggesting that the only is worthless in those environments. It just needs to be refined. And so that's all you do. And the other thing it does, it keeps you really in focus and in touch with your only statement. Okay? Define your who. Figure out what people care about. Draft the only statement. Test it. Don't talk about price. And always consider it a draft. Hmm. That's... that's uh... That's exactly the process that uh, we went through in the North Delta Business Association, but we can talk about we can talk about that a little bit later. What a surprise! Yeah, quel surprise. <laughs> well, which means that you know if, if if we're promoting this way of thinking to members and potential members and future members, uh, we have to stand by our product, and I think we've got a good statement, our only statement. Anyway. Um, can you give us some examples of organizations that have developed their only? Well, I, absolutely. And the first one I'll talk about is the North Delta Business Association. <laughs> I mean, what a surprise. I mean, we've created uh, as a board uh, an only statement that, that lives the principles, okay, that I've just discussed. We're the only team that links you to other businesses, connects you with experienced and knowledgeable people to help you lead and grow your business and constantly challenges you to do things differently. That's our only statement, and I think it, it, it's a kick-ass statement, quite frankly, um, and, and it's our guidepost. It's what, it's what we aspire to do, it's what we do do, and constantly um, uh, keep in touch with the extent to which our performance is dead on or blah, 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 right? So we need to do it. But there are others out there. I've got my own personal one. Right, you can use this on your own. So I say, Roy is the only author, entrepreneur, and executive leader who delivers practical and proven, audacious, unheard of ways because nobody else is talking about that way mm. to build high-performing businesses and successful careers. Here's another one: Saint John Ambulance. People should know this. They were a client of mine a while ago. Saint John Ambulance is the only first aid advocate that provides safety solutions anywhere, anytime. They talk about solutions. They don't talk about safety products and gizmos. They talk about solutions. Right. And here's another one that I just think is awesome. This is another bit, another company in the safety business. They say we are the only team that provides integrated safety solutions that go beyond the needs of our customers. We are committed to growing our customer business. We only serve safety. So this is a safety company business that that are in biz, that's in business to grow their clients business now that is a completely different take on value provided right because you need you need different people to deliver that you need to answer different questions and so the only statement if crafted right like really dilates pupils yeah. and people that hear it they go wow okay I understand what that means. And since you're in the business to grow my business, I'm going to choose you over somebody that's flogging iron and flogging products. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's, it's, it's less about selling and it's more about serving. It's totally about serving. In fact, that's a very good, very good point because really sales needs to, needs to undergo surgery. We can talk about this probably in another tip, but I've certainly got some views around uh, uh, around sales to the point where I don't think you need sales 
I don't think you need a sales department. Stay tuned for that episode, folks. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. But we need servers for sure. That's what we need. Yeah. So where can uh, where can members go to get more information on only? Well, you know, I've got a website, be different or be dead.com. I've, I've got tons of, of uh, content material on there in my blog. You can, you can go in there and search on the only statement, search on only whatever, and all of that stuff will come up. Uh, so please avail yourselves of that. You can find pages on, on every book that I've written. They all contain different aspects of, of how to create an only statement. So that's there for you. And the other thing is, email me at roy.osling at gmail.com and ask me a question. There are people that email me with their draft only statements. Really? And they say, Roy, how about this? And I say, well, okay, you got it just about right. I'm, it's, it's almost to the draft stage. <laughs> you know, but there, there is definitely a tendency for people that continue to want to talk about the products that they right. create, as opposed to like this one safety company said, hey, we're in the business of growing your business. Yeah. It's not product-centric, and that's a hard thing sometimes for businesses to move away from. And uh, the emailing process for me allows me to coach organizations away from being product-focused. Gotcha. And for those people who are interested, uh, the North Delta Business Association provides every new member with a copy of Roy's book for free. So, uh, you know, it's uh, we feel so strongly about... Uh, this uh, cornerstone to our organization and guide, as it were, that uh, we want our members to be uh, adopt- immediate adopters, not early adopters, immediate adopters. So that's what we do for our members. So, so we've got the uh, we've got the book, we've got the blog, we've got this podcast series, we've got other podcasts. I'm sure people can look at uh, different platforms and search your name and come up with all sorts of other uh, information as well. So. Uh, Roy, I guess that's a wrap. Uh, We hope you enjoyed listening to it. We'll be back again soon with another How to Be Different tip as part of our Audacious Learning Ways podcast series. Have a great business day. Goodbye, Roy. Goodbye, Ian.